This podcast is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. Enter hitched749, all one word, to get your .com domain at $7.49. Again, hitched749 to get your next .com domain for $7.49 at GoDaddy.com. You really want to know what love is? Yeah. Yes, tell us. More than anything in the world, Ron. Well... It's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com, and I'm joined once again with nationally recognized etiquette expert, Diane Gotsman. Hi, Diane. Hi, Steve. I'm happy to be here. Uh, we love having you on. Uh, I love having you on. Uh, <laughs> you uh, have written an article uh, which was – it was a really fun article, by the way. So please, if you if you haven't read it, go and read it. It's, it's, a, it's a great article. It's how to treat your spouse like a pet. Um, and today we're going to – we're going to talk a little bit about some of the points that you brought up in that article. Um, it's you know kind of this pet etiquette thing. Um, and doesn't that sound terrible to treat your spouse like your pet? But well, what my point to this article was, we should be as respectful to our spouse at least as we are to our favorite pet. You know, we often t- treat our dogs better than we treat each other. You know, so, yeah. and so there was no disrespect intended with this article. <laughs> yeah, you know, that was the that was the first thing that I thought of, which was, oh, if only buddy treat if only everybody treated uh, their their the people around them as well as they treat their animals, and it's so true. So um, I know it. I know. You know. You think about it, Steve. When you come home after a long day of working. You know, who is the first one at the door? It's the dog, you know, jumping and smiling and wagging his tail. Well, smiling as a dog can do. (laughs) Wagging his tail and so excited. And, you know, we tend to, uh, uh, you know, we're in the kitchen cooking or laying down on the couch because we're exhausted. And you can barely eke out a smile and a hello. So my point to that was, because I had said, you know, greet your spouse with the same enthusiasm you would, you know, when they see you for the first time. Just try and muster up a a smile and and a friendly hello and how are you. And some people want to come home and unwind. So I'm not saying just jump on them and start (laughs) start conversing for 45 minutes, but but acknowledge that they're walking through the door. Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to jump up on them and start licking their face. Uh, yeah, but, but although you... I do say kiss them on the lips, you know, yes. <laughs> because the, the dogs lick your face and they're, they're slobbering all over you. And, you know, all we can do is raise our hands and, and you know, look in their direction. So it would be great. <laughs> what would, what would a, a spouse do if the other spouse would actually get up, go over there, give them a hug and kiss them on the lips? Yeah, and I, I, <laughs> think... I think they're up to something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, what are you doing? Yeah, I, I think it's so true though because when you when you come home and you and you just I can envision the the excitement of a pet greeting you at the door. Right. But you it's it's hard it's a lot harder, it's a lot more difficult to envision that same type of enthusiasm coming from a person. Uh right. but, but that's not to say that you shouldn't or can't have that enthusiasm. And you know, we're talking about treating and 
treating him like a pet, but just think about how we treat a neighbor that we barely know. You know, we're on. We're, we're often much more pleasant to other people than we are to the people that we love most, mm-hmm. you know, that we love and respect most, that we live with our spouse. And, you know, we, when we walk through the front door and we, we see our, our dog is sitting there and we look around on the floor and we're, we're reinforcing their good behavior for not, you know, making a mess on the floor during the day, you know, <laughs> yet we, we don't say thank you to a spouse who's picked up our dry cleaning or, or gone out and, you know, weeded the lawn. The, the lawn. So I think it's important to, to not to forget to acknowledge all of these little everyday mundane chores that we all do, whether we both work, only one works. Just acknowledge the other person. Mm-hmm. I think that would make a big difference. So this would be the, the give your, your spouse some positive reinforcement. Reinforcement. And then I say to give them some special treats. Yes. You know, just like you give your dog a special treat. Well, Every once in a while, I think it would be fun to make his or her special dessert or get some tickets to a movie that you wouldn't normally want to see but your spouse wants to see or even a a foot massage or a neck massage. You know, we're so tired at the end of the day that you you, uh, say, oh, gosh, my neck is hurting. Would you mind rubbing my neck? And they do it for about one second before they fall asleep, you know, (laughs) mid-rub. So it's just spending that special time and attention on on your spouse, on the one that you love. Yeah, and when you and yeah. when you provide those po- positive reinforcements, and when you when you give a special treat, I mean, one of the things that you're really doing is you're you're encouraging that behavior in the future because you're acknowledging that that you appreciate it, uh, and you're not letting it go without notice, and that's going to make them more apt in the future. To want to do it again. To want to do it again. You know, because <laughs> that's they, right. So they're not going to be like, well, I do all this stuff around here and they don't even notice. They don't notice if I keep, you know, the room clean or whatever the case may be. But by, right. by acknowledging it, you know, by giving them that little Scooby snack, they're, they're going to want right. to do it again. That's right. You know, thank you <clears throat> goes a very long way. A, a sincere thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. And one of the one of the next items you bring up, uh, it, it, which you which people regularly do with their pets, which is they go for these really nice long walks. Right, and and going for a, a walk or doing exercise with your with your partner, I think is is something that you can do together. It doesn't cost a lot of money, and even if you're an avid runner, let's say, and you ran that morning. If your wife or your husband wants to take a walk in the evening, it's not about the exercise. You don't have to say, well, I've already logged in my hours this morning. Yeah. It's about that time that you spend together. You know, it, it's, it's, what, it's, the, it's that special attention, once again, that you're making, not in front of the television, not in front of your computer. It's doing something with your spouse. It doesn't have to be a walk. It can just be quiet time sitting next to each other, five-minute conversation, you know, five minutes of, of yeah. undivided attention. And I think that's the one of the key points to this too, which is when you're going on a walk, it's a little bit more difficult to be engaged with something else other than your spouse. And I think that's kind of the point, which is uh, turn off, you know, your electronics and give them your undivided attention, so that you can have a conversation, even if it's just like you said, like if, even if it's quiet time. Um, That's right. It's it's a time for you to connect and reflect, and if you have something to say, there's the opportunity to say it without knowing that there's not going to be an interruption coming up. 
Um, that's right. And I think that's why it's so important to have, you know, what some people call date night. You know, yes. I talk about in this article, clean him up and take him someplace special to show him off, like a, a dog, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know groom him and take him out. Well, I think that goes for us as well. You know, instead of just grabbing a burger at the local fast food joint around the corner, you know, every once in a while, dress up, just show that extra special care, both men and women, you know, and, and go out and have some quiet time together. Just the two of you paying attention only to your spouse, not to your, not to your iPhone, not to, to any texts. You know, not talking about about work and the problems of the day. Just just bonding with your mate. Mm-hmm. And I I I don't think we've I've I've talked about this with you, Diane. But one of the things that my wife and I do is uh, we actually do monthly uh, date nights. Where I mean, we go out all the time, but uh, we do uh, we make a specific um, point to have a secret date night where one person is responsible for taking the other person out, um, and and we we keep it a secret so we don't tell the other person what it's going to be until we actually do it, um, and so that's just one of those ways that where we we can get ourselves cleaned up and we go out I and love it, that idea yeah and that you know, is a wonderful yeah. idea. Thank you. And you know, it's 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 great because it allows us opportunities to try new things, to do new things. Um it keeps things fresh and exciting. Um and we we, we had to establish some rules. We're both pretty competitive and we want to outdo the other person. <laughs> so we set we set price limits on what we could do. So it's not like, well, you did this, so I'm going to fly you around the world. So we right. had to, we had to set price limits on things, and we also had some establish some other rules about not repeating the same thing back to back. So if we went to like the movies or something, and we went to our favorite restaurant, we can't visit that same restaurant the very next month. We had to we had to we have to force ourselves to mix it up a little bit so we don't get into those routines. Um, See, and that's showing effort. That is that's showing special effort, time, and attention. You're putting time into this. And that's what we tend to we tend to lack is is thought. We oh I'll do something quick and it comes across as quick. You know, spend a little time like you're doing, uh, making your spouse, you know, focus on your spouse, making them important. Yeah, and and I will add to that uh, when it's the week of. I mean, it gets really fun because as the person who's when you're the person planning it, you're really ex- you know because it's something that you should both be interested in doing. Um, yes. and so you're excited about it. And if you're the person that's kind of in the dark, you're, you're also wanting to know. And so it's fun to, to leave little hints or clues or say certain things that get their, get their brain thinking. So, um, and I should, uh, I, I should mention too, that research has shown that couples who engage in like new, fresh activities together, uh, it, it, it benefits their relationship. So. It's good. For, all it's good, good reasons all, it, to do it. Yeah, it's good all around. So yeah, clean. That's right. Clean your spouse up. Take them out. Show them off. Get them. Right, get them a new right. collar. <laughs> and you know, and and we've got to give our. You know, on to the next bullet. We have to give our spouse a break. I say, don't fly off the handle when things yeah. go wrong. You know, when when the dog chews up your shoe or the cat scratches up the furniture, you might be irritated, but you don't scream and holler and well, you may, but <laughs> but you know, we tend to say, okay, all right, well, he needed more. He needs more exercise today. But if somebody, goodness forbid, your spouse breaks your grandmother's 
favorite teacup, you know, you go off, fly off the handle and, and don't let them forget it for three weeks. So yeah. I think that you have to keep everything in perspective. So at least, you know, if something goes wrong, just think about it before you react. Okay. And, and with that, so uh, where a dog might get in trouble and you, you literally send the dog to the dog house. Uh, right. You, you don't have to go to those extremes with your spouse. That's right. We love our, our pets unconditionally, regardless of the, whether the, they have terrible doggy breath and, you know, itchy skin. And so we should do the same to our spouse. We should, they're, they're not perfect. We need to cut them the same rate we cut, cut our favorite pet. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I guess I should ask this question because it's one of the bullet points. Uh, what do you mean when you say check for fleas? Okay, that was kind of a spin on my word, Steve. But, you know, basically I was trying to say find out what's bugging them, what's itching them. Gotcha. So, you know, find out why they are distracted. And listen, be a good listener. The rule is 40-60. So let them talk 60% of the time and you listen. And that other 40%, ask them questions. If you really feel like they've got something under their skin, try and find out what it is. You know, and ask them if there is there anything I can do to help this situation, or can I make how can I make you feel better? So just listen without giving your advice. We so often want to give them advice and tell them what they should have done, and this wouldn't have happened, and I told you so. But sometimes we just need to be there to support them. Okay. And one of the other things that you you bring up in this article is uh, whistle, which is really um, giving them some sort of kudos or encouragement that's uh, right you know i say whistling i'm not talking about whistling it i'm talking about whistling in regard to your mate not whistling at someone <laughs> you see on the street yes <laughs> <laughs> but, but but you know thinking about that you see on television these people that are whistling at these really cute girls walking by well what are they doing they're showing that they are impressed that they think that they're hot Mm-hmm. Well, we need to do that with our mates. We need to not necessarily whistle, but we need to remember that uh, they require some nurturing, and we want to give them genuine compliments. We want to tell them when they look beautiful and when they look nice or what they've done something wonderful. So we, we tend to take our spouse for granted sometimes and because they know how we feel about them, but it's always nice to hear it, to yeah. hear it. Yeah. yeah, everybody loves yeah. compliments, and everybody loves to be told they look hot. So you, you, That's can't, right. you can't go wrong That's with that. That's right. <laughs> and then I say to discourage barking. You know, we're talking about whistling, then we're talking about barking. <laughs> yes. But, okay, you know, barking for me, when I talk about barking, I'm talking about nagging. Uh-huh. Nagging, nagging, nagging. When somebody nags, you just tend to not hear it anymore. So, you know, choose your battles wisely. You know, if, it, if it's something that you can let go Sometimes you just have to lighten up and let that go. If there's an extra sock on the floor that he left, he missed the the dry cleaning hamper or the laundry hamper, okay. You know, is yeah. that a big enough reason to to start an argument? So you just have to choose your battles. Okay. And and the last point that you make is, uh, in, in the way you phrase it is, you rub them behind the ears, but really um, it's offering some genuine compliment, a pat on the a pat on the back type of euphemism. That's right. And, you know, we were, a while ago we were talking about whistling and talking about how attractive they are. You know, we want to hear how attractive 
the other the our mate finds us. But I'm talking here when I say rub him behind his ears or rub her behind her ears. It's about finding a genuine compliment or creating some form of goodwill in the relationship. And it doesn't have to be how you look physically. You know, they might have done something fabulous at work. And, you know, we always like to hear our spouse brag on us. Uh-huh. So if you're out at, at to dinner with some friends and, you know, you might acknowledge your mate publicly because that always sends a message, you know, a very positive message. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, you know, and you don't have to do it <laughs> like, like you were talking about your dog. You, you don't That's have to right. like, That's a good boy. <laughs> But they will appreciate <laughs> no, the compliment. please don't. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, well, like I, like I mentioned at the top, Diane, uh, this is a, a really fun, fun article. But even though it's fun, it, it's, it's, it's so fun because it's so true. And I think that hopefully people got that from, you know, there were some epiphanies as they were listening to this, thinking to themselves like, Wow, I really do treat my dog better than my spouse sometimes. Like I really do give them a little more not this is a bad pun, but I really do give them a little bit more leash than my spouse. So Right. Hopefully, you know, people think about this a little, you know, a little extra the next time that their spouse does something right or wrong or somewhere in between. That's right. That's right, Steve. Well, thank you so much for having me today. It was a pleasure to talk about this topic. It's always a pleasure to have you on, Diane. Um, Before you go, I want to remind everyone uh, that they are listening to Diane Gotsman, who is a nationally recognized etiquette expert. Uh, As you can tell, by the way, fabulous etiquette expert, uh, is the owner of the Protocol School of Texas, a company specializing in etiquette training for corporations, universities, and individuals. Uh, Diane is also the author of Pearls of Polish, and you can get more information at her website, uh, protocolschooloftexas.com, all one word, no hyphens or anything. You can follow Diane on Twitter, where, by the way, Diane always has these like really great little nuggets of etiquette wisdom on Twitter. So if you want, if you can, if you want to consume it at 140 characters at a time, I highly recommend following Diane on Twitter. It's at Diane Gotsman. Um, I am on Twitter at Hitch Media. Uh, you can get all this information at the at uh, at our website hitchmag.com. And um, yeah, that's going to do it for this week. So thank you so much, Diane. And um, I always look forward to speaking with you. And I can't wait to do this again very soon. My pleasure. I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Until next time, take care, everybody. I just want to say one thing to my wife who's home. Yo, Adrian! I did it! They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.